Welcome to the Dirt Show brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. And we're going to kick off our June Ladies Month series with a great interview with car owner Linda Weld. We're also going to hear from Travis Olson from the Napa Distribution Center, Jeff Trimble from Trimble's Honda, Rod Lindquist, Executive Director of Wissota Racing, and also Seth Benedict from the Independence Wisconsin Napa Auto Parts Store, right after a few words from our sponsors. Does good food get your heart racing? How about food that's prepared to perfection with your favorite sauces and seasonings? Friends, it's me, the Sauce Man, and I'm here to tell you that if you love full throttle flavor, you're going to love our line of premium barbecue sauces and seasonings. Made with high quality ingredients, you can trust our products to punch up the flavor of your favorite meats, main dishes, and so much more. Get winning recipes and join our Sauce Squad at cookiesbbq.com. And remember, smart cookies use cookies. Hey, Dirt Show listeners. For over 20 years, Hot Rod Hardware in West Concord, Minnesota has provided everything to modernize and improve your hot rod's performance. Hot Rod Hardware is your specialty aftermarket auto parts go-to solution. From radiators and brakes to suspension, handling, and power. From the drag strip to the street, dirt track to cruise nights, Hot Rod Hardware is your family-owned solution. Check us out at hotrodhardware.com or just call the guys at 507-527-1020. Whereas they say, no robots, just real people. Napa Auto Parts has been an important part of the farming community for as long as most of us can remember. Whether you need hydraulic hoses or fluids, batteries or battery chargers, tools or filters, the answer is always Napa. Napa is staffed with the best parts people in the business, too. And with locations throughout the listing area, you're never far from a Napa store. So don't head to the fields without heading to Napa first. Napa, a proud sponsor of The Dirt Show. Hi, this is Steve from Coles Electric. Do you have electrical projects in your future? Coles Electric can help. Coles Electric offers industrial, commercial, farm, and residential electrical services in Minnesota and Northern Iowa. We have 24-hour emergency service, design build, automation, underground boring, solar installation, and much more. Coles Electric has a great staff and can assist you with your electrical needs. Look us up at coleselectric.com or call us at 507-451-1387. Let me tell you, friends, about our store. It's a great place we call Miners Outdoor. Miners Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs, from chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to zero-turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna total source dealer is all about. Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miners Outdoor, Highway 218, Blooming Prairie. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. Since 1997, Weir's Machine has been innovating the finest products in the racing industry. We also manufacture the Ultra Force Load Machines and develop the Ultra Force Suspension Software, which allows you to take your program to the next level. Be sure to check out the all new Circle Track app, your ultimate go to spot for race team information. Keep track of your maintenance schedule, parts list, car setups, and more. Proudly made in the USA, champions across the country choose Weir's Machine, Ultra Force, and the Circle Track app to take them to victory lane. Shop now at Weir'sMachine.com, UltraForceTech.com, and the all new CircleTrackApp.com follow us on all of our social media platforms at Weir's Machine. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, 
then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a Powerlift architectural door on your home or cabin. Powerlift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. Powerlift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. Powerlift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Hi, this is Dave Eason from Hartman Duplicant Chemicals. Welcome back here on the Dirt Show, and it is the first interview of our June Ladies Month this season, and it is my pleasure to be joined by Linda Weld. And Linda, your grandfather was Taylor Weld, known to everyone as Pappy. What do you remember about Pappy? Oh, he was ornery. <laughs> He didn't talk a whole lot. He was very loving. He was very playful with kids. And we knew he was a very smart man. He was very well respected. We'd go to my dad's shop, and he had his machine shop up in the front part of the shop. And we'd always go up there and see him. Your family was known as the first family of racing in the greater Mm -hmm. Kansas City area. How young were you? when you realized that your family might be different or special from the others Um, in the area? Yeah, I was pretty young. When my Uncle Greg was racing USAC, my dad was promoting races in Topeka, Kansas, and I can remember people coming up to me making comments about how successful he was and what he was doing. And, And then when he was in the Indianapolis 500, that was a huge deal. But it was pretty early on, probably when I was about 10, that I realized that, you know, there was some pretty cool stuff going on. And then, of course, Kenny, when he started doing really well up in Pennsylvania, we spent a couple of summers up there after my dad died. And it was very obvious that he was a huge deal up there. You know, the fans' response to him, and, you know, you just realized that it was it was kind of a, a cool deal. The Kansas City area is a hotbed for super-modified racing and sprint car racing for years. Big-name drivers like Emmett Hahn, Bill Oots, Shane Carson, Jay Woodside, and Ray Lee Goodwin were all mm-hmm. around the area. And those are the guys that were coming in to your grandfather's shop. Yes, yes. A lot of guys came through that shop. <laughs> and uh, I remember seeing those guys. We'd go to the shop with my dad, and there were always extra guys in there, you know, coming in and out. In and out, there would be football players coming in, you know, different people. But yeah, a lot of a lot of the famous racers came through there. There were four Weld brothers who all raced: Kenny, mm-hmm. Greg, Ricky, and your father Jerry. Talk about yes. your dad Jerry's career a little bit. He started racing when he was really young. He did really well. He died when I was 12, and at that point, he wasn't racing anymore. He was promoting races at Olympic Stadium and at the fairgrounds in Topeka, but he was pretty successful on the local tracks here. Olympic Stadium was the main one he was really successful at. I remember him racing in Sedalia and and Topeka Fairgrounds, some at Lakeside Speedway. Those were the main tracks I remember him at. I didn't remember him as being a promoter. 
Usually yeah. when, when you're a promoter, the whole family gets involved. What level were you involved? Were you selling programs, working a concession stand? No, actually, I was like, that would have been when I was 11 and 12, and times were different back then. I can remember going to the racetrack early. My mom was involved. She was the timekeeper, scorer, and then my dad was a promoter, and then times were different back then, and we were able to go in the grandstands and just run around wherever we wanted to at the track. You couldn't do that these days. <laughs> kind of scary if you tried to do that these days, but... Yeah, I remember going to those races, but at that age, we really didn't do anything to help. We did a little bit when Greg had I-70 Speedway. What do you remember about your trips to the track when your dad was racing? Because travel accommodations back then were a little different than hooking up to the air-conditioned RV now and pulling your race trailer. (laughs) Yeah, I remember Knoxville. Oh, one time we stayed in a real tiny little motel close to the track, and then another time we camped out. Well, a couple of times we camped out, but no, it was not luxurious. (laughs) And at that time, all the drivers and the crews and everybody, they camped right there at the racetrack, and there were the big barns, and we spent a lot of time in the big barns gambling and working on race cars, and it was a little different back then. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I've heard a lot of stories about those barns. That's kind of (laughs) where everything happened. It's kind of like Vegas. What happens at the barns stays at the barn. Oh, yeah. Your father, Jerry, died at a young age. When you think of your dad, what is the first memory that pops into your head? Oh, I would just say times at the shop. You know, being with him, being at the races. You also talk about, after your father passed away, spending some quality time with your Uncle Kenny and your Uncle Greg. Greg had the wheeled racing wheels. I spent some time with Greg, too. When I was probably, let's see here, 13 and 14, my sisters and I, I have three sisters, spent a couple of summers up at Kenny's in Pennsylvania, and it was really awesome because we would go to work with Kenny every day. His wife, Marietta, worked at a bank, and all our kids would go to work with him every day at the shop. And then, of course, we'd go to the races on the weekend, and he was winning all the time. So it was pretty awesome to be with him morning, noon, and night and see every single thing that happened on that car and then to be at the racetrack with him and then him winning. And it was just, it was an awesome experience. So we did that a couple of summers. And then when I was a little bit older, Greg lived up the street from us and I went to work for him at Weld Wheels down at the plant and I would work every summer and then on breaks from school and I would ride to and from work with him. So Greg and Kenny kind of became my substitute dad when my dad died. And just listening to you talk about that era in your life, you think about how many kids don't get out and get to have those type of adventures, go to different racetracks, meet different kids, get to run around and enjoy the pit area or the grandstand Uh area. Things have totally changed today. That was a blast back then for all of us. Yes. And I'm, I'm sick. I've got uh, two boys and a girl, and I'm just so sick that, that my father had passed away before they were born because they would be, they would love it. They would love my dad so much and my uncles, and it's just such a great, fun experience for kids. And you can you learn so much, you know, being with them day in and day out. 
whether it's, you know, how to do something or just attitude or drive or, you know, success. They were great role models. And the neat thing, still at this point in your life, you're still up for some great adventures. The first time I met you was at Knoxville, and you were with Junior, Ray Lee, Ron, and Heavy. What a great weekend we had. That was a cool adventure. I know. I, you know, I joke around and say my, all my best friends are old men. <laughs> but I love being around those guys. It's like, I don't know, it's, a, it's, it's, you know, with my dad and my uncle's gone, it's like, they're kind of like family. And it's just, I, I love being with them because it reminds me of my dad. So it's, it's, a, it's a really fun thing for me. I really enjoy it. What is it about Knoxville that draws sprint car fans from far and wide, like a moth to a light. I pull into town, I start getting goosebumps, I see the racetrack, I get excited. It's just a magical place. It is. I can remember as a kid uh, driving through the downtown area and all the drivers' names, you know, they'd say, go Rayleigh Goodwin or good luck Jerry Weld. You know, it was really cool going through the little downtown area, and and it changed a lot. But that was a really cool thing back then. And yeah, you're right. It's just very exciting to pull into town. I even like to drive up there, going through the cornfields and driving through, you know, farms. And it's just, I don't know what it is, but I love it. You know, even before you get to the race route. It also has to feel very special to you when you're down at Knoxville and anybody introduces you and as soon as they hear the weld name they begin asking the history so many people still remember the entire weld family yeah my dad was he was liked and known by a lot of people and, it, and it's i enjoy hearing stories from from people when you know i run into them and they say they know my dad and i love it when my kids are around when they tell the stories. i don't think when we were down there that you told us the story about how you met Junior Parkinson. Well, we were just, I was pretty young, and he had come to town with his dad, and they were racing, and he came home with my dad one night <laughs> and slept on our couch, and that's when I first met Junior. And then uh, we just kind of, you know, he was quite a bit older than us girls, so, I mean, we just, We'd see him at the races and stuff. And then when we went to Pennsylvania, he had gone up there to race. And we saw him when we went up there to watch Kenny race. And it was it was cool because we knew him. We didn't really know anybody else. So uh, And it was cool for him, too, because, you know, we were cheering for him. And he didn't know he had any fans up there. <laughs> but that was cool. And then I wasn't around racing for a long time. I went to college. And, and then... Uh, was busy with my career and then I had kids and I was kind of away from it for a while and then I went to a Jerry Will or a Will Family Memorial race at Valley Speedway and kind of reconnected with a bunch of old racing friends and Junior was one of them and uh, so he uh, invited me to come to some races with him and then I started sponsoring his son Chris and then we just eventually just started going out <laughs> well not going out we just started going to races and stuff like that. So it's, you know, it's a way of life and it's not everybody you go out with is going to have the same interests as you. And it's, it's cool. We both love the same thing. We're kind of junkies, racing junkies. <laughs> We're either at the races or watching it on, on flow or, or dirt vision. 
So that wouldn't go over well with, with everybody. So it's kind of cool. The Corn Belt Nationals, what a great opportunity to see some amazing non-wing 410 sprint car racing along with mm-hmm. the wing cars. Yeah, that's coming up here in June. The MWRA Midwest Wingless Racing Association, we get to see some of them come up to the Corn Belt Nationals. That is a very successful racing series in your area. Yes, it is. Yes, it is doing well. We've been racing with them for a couple of years now, and it's, it's going very well. When did you decide it was time to become a car owner? Well, we, you know, Gina was involved with his son, Chris, and then they kind of didn't always agree on, on how to do things, and Junior still wanted to be really involved in racing, and, and I wanted to be involved in racing in some aspect. And I'd much rather be in the pits than in the grandstand. I mean, it's just, it's so much more fun to be, like, right in the thick of it. So we decided to do that. And I thought we'd do it and get a driver, but Junior said, I'm going to be the driver. (laughs) So that's how that went. I think he's picked a very experienced driver. Is he easy on the equipment? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's not had any crashes or, you know, any big problems. I mean, we're not out to win a series. He's not going to win every night, but we're just having fun. And I'm glad he has not put it on the lid because those non-wing sprint cars, once they get flipping, they can fly. Yeah, yeah. Now, he's not had any, any wrecks, and he's, you know, stayed out of the way, if, you know, of the other drivers. So he's been doing good. During the day you operate... Country Kids Daycare. Have you been able to expose some of the kids to racing by bringing the cars to the daycare center? Yes, I have. I've actually got two daycare centers. I've got one in Lamexa, Kansas, and one in the Lake of Kansas. And we have over 300 kids, and they're anywhere from six weeks to age 12. And I love it. And yeah, we brought sprint cars to the daycare for the kids to see and to get in. And then we have a big fall festival at my farm. I've got just a little hobby farm, got 10 acres, and have a lot of animals, and we have hayride, wiener roast, and all kinds of stuff for the kids, and, and we usually bring the race car out for the kids to get in. So, yeah, and then I'll bring the hero cards in and give them to the school-agers and show them pictures, and, yeah, they like it. Linda, that's greatly appreciated because those kids are future drivers. Yes, they are. Yep. The historic Lakeside Speedway is home to the Weld Memorial. That yes. has become a huge event. Yes. Yeah, they're they're able to attract a lot of cars and and a lot of fans and it's always a good time. What is the Weld history at Lakeside Speedway? Um, well all the boys race there, I'm pretty sure, and then my dad never promoted there, but they all race there. Throughout the years, Junior and your family have got to meet some of the most famous drivers across the country. Mm-hmm. Is there one that stands out when you met him? Oh, gosh. Yeah, probably Al Unser. <laughs> that would be the guy. That would be the, the most famous race car driver I think I've, I've met. He was one of the kindest 
most interesting interviews I've ever had an opportunity to do. Is that right? Yeah, he was at one of the Will Memorial races at Lakeside. That's when I met him. But a lot of the race car drivers are my heroes. I just I loved really good ones. I mean, a lot of these guys are family. Tiger Bob Williams, they're like family to me. And you also jokingly said I hang out with a bunch of old men, but you yeah. have you have a great group of racing friends to hang out with and go to the I races know. with. I know, I know. I'm lucky. <laughs> this year with your car, what does the schedule look like? How many races do you plan on running this season? You know, they don't have a very full schedule. There's like, I don't know, maybe three a month average. So there's there's not a ton of them. I mean, hopefully they'll be able to expand on that. Do you have a goal for the season this year with Chris's car and Junior's car? Well, with Junior's car, I'm just going to say to be safe and not get hurt <laughs> and have fun. Well, I can't wait to see you on Saturday, June 3rd, down at Knoxville Raceway at the Corn Belt Nationals. I know we'll have a blast reminiscing, and I appreciate your time. Thanks for all the history, and Thank you so much for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. Okay. Packaging the impossible inside the possible through service, quality, and expertise. Hi, this is Holly, the new general manager at Foamcraft Packaging. We are your foam and wood packaging experts in Minnesota. If you are a business owner or in charge of your packaging, we want to talk to you. We specialize in designing and manufacturing wood crates, pallets, and foam inserts and are here to help keep your products protected in transit. We are here to help you. Visit us at foamcraftpackaging.com. At Arrow Race Wheels, they put their customers first and appreciate the loyalty the racers have for the company. Arrow Race Wheels is willing to work with anyone who has a question or problem. The only way to stay on top is to listen to the people putting us there. If you want to run with the winners, see aeroracingwheels.com or call 888 888- 895-2376 today. BP Racing Fuels is proud to be recognized as a world leader in race fuel technology. BP's fuels have a well-deserved reputation for power and consistency, winning championships in every form of motorsports for more than 40 years. Whether sportsman or pro, methanol or gasoline, BP has a fuel to ensure optimum performance for your application. See the full line of BP's high-performance products online at vpracingfuels.com. At VP Racing Fuels, our passion is your performance. Rhino Ag Equipment is used in agriculture, commercial, or industrial mowing applications, landscape preparation, roadside maintenance, and many other farm and ranch applications. With 0% financing for 48 months for qualified buyers, now is the time to take home a Rhino. Find a Rhino Ag dealer near you at rhinoag.com. Do you know what many top race car teams use for small radiator leaks? It's Justice Brothers Radiator Stop Leak. Effective insurance that keeps them in the middle of competition. Proven under the toughest racing conditions. And it works the same way in your car. Justice Brothers Radiator Stop Leak stops leaks in radiators and blocks sealing the leak while you drive. And it won't clog the cooling system. It mixes with all antifreeze and coolants. Take the advice of top race teams. Use Justice Brothers Radiator Stop Leak. See our display at Runnings. 
Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on the Dirt Show, and I am joined by Travis Olson at the Napa Distribution Center here in Owatonna. And Travis, the Dirt Show and Napa Auto Parts are just a great fit for each other. What we have really been able to showcase during these bi-weekly interviews is the local store owners. These guys are passionate about being a Napa store owner, and it is a real asset to the communities around them. Yeah, it's great to be here today with you, Clayne, and, you know, awesome that we have this great partnership going and the ability to get more information out about our, our local store owners and the passion that you say they have towards towards auto parts, towards serving their communities, their friends, and their families. It's awesome to hear that our partnership has been working great and uh, look forward to many more years. Explain a DC to the listeners. I know we've talked about this before, but what a DC can do is pretty significant in this area, and you cover a huge territory. Yeah, so we pretty much cover all of southern Minnesota, just into South Dakota and just into Wisconsin a little bit. We service 89 stores out of the Owatonna area or out of the Owatonna Distribution Center. We run nightly freights um, to them every night. So we have six different truck routes that go out. What happens during the day is the stores will create an order in the morning for any parts that they sold the day before. Our staff here at the distribution center will pull those parts package them, stack them. We, we load them on the trucks and get them delivered at night while everybody's sleeping. Drop those crates off, those skids off for the stores, and then your your parts will be there really next day. Our stores have, have really grown into their markets and developed their inventory so that we can service you, the customer, as quickly as possible. And as you mentioned, there's no way a single store could stock everything. But in interviewing these individual owners, they've learned their customer base, and they've actually tailored their inventory so they carry more of those lines that their customers need. Oh, yeah. The store owners, this is their passion. They want to make sure that that inventory is correct in that market. And they'll tailor it for anywhere from marine applications if they're over by Lake Pepin or if they're the heart and soul of farm ag country. And they're going to go heavy with heavy-duty parts and maybe hydraulics and that sort of thing. And then, then also if you get maybe closer to the metro area where you have hot rod cars are popular, muscle cars, people are really going to tailor it to fit their community and, and service the customers as best as possible. Demand has really changed in the industry. Customers now have come to expect fast service and fast shipping. Oh, absolutely. There, there's a lot of e-commerce outlets there available that people can get their parts at. So our stores have definitely ramped up their inventories over the last four or five years and really got them dialed in so we can we can get you that part quickly. Even if they don't have it, maybe you know we can shuttle it in from five different distribution centers and have it within two or three days. Our area farmers are hopefully finishing up in the fields after a wet start to the year. Napa carries a full line of lubricants and cleaners to get that equipment cleaned up and ready to put away until it needs to be used again. And in today's market, clean, well-maintained used equipment is also bringing premium dollars. 
Oh, absolutely. We want to help those farmers get that premium dollar. So we have all the stuff that they need from greases to RV antifreeze to, to flush out their sprayers when they're done. We're excited that the weather straightened up and the farmers were able to, to go out there and, and get finished up. And hopefully everybody had a, had a safe planting season. Napa has always specialized in carrying large quantities, gallons of oil, drums of oil, and hydraulic fluid, brake rotors and semi-drums, filters. Customers have become accustomed to buy a big volume, save big money. Absolutely. We have it all. Like we talked about earlier, we're not just an just a auto parts store. We, we do everything. So we got drums, heavy-duty filters, paint, lots of tools and equipment. Milwaukee has been a great new line for us. And we just look forward to continuing to grow and adapt to the marketplace. You mentioned last week I had Alec from the Winstead Napa store said, we're really more than just an auto parts store. And I also had one of the owners tell me in a recent interview, you know, this is the time of the year my cell phone's on 24 hours a day. Farmers are out in the fields. If they break down and they need something, they go, oh, we're not going to bother you at 2 a.m. He said, please do. He said, I want to keep you running, and I'm available. And that's the great thing about the Napa family and seeing these owners. They're independently owned, independently operated. They care about their communities. They care about their customers. We just want to be the best at servicing everybody as, as best we can, and they'll do whatever it takes to, to make everybody happy. The 2023 Napa Gopher 50 at Deer Creek Speedway, this is going to be like a three-day party, July 6th through the 8th, that also includes the best late model drivers in the country and also huge money up for the A-Mods. So last year was the first year of the three-day event. It was a wild ride. We'd been rained out a couple years before that, but it went off great. We had a huge crowd, some awesome, awesome racing, especially Saturday where a few of the guys, they actually step back in the ranks and then uh, for extra money it was really really cool they put on a heck of a show i would say to anyone stop by your local napa store see if you can get some tickets through them if they might be sold out they're going quick but you can always get them at the gate it's going to be a great show and i would definitely say mark your calendars throughout the dirt show listening area your local hometown napa stores are involved in local parades car shows, demolition derbies, racetracks, fireworks shows, and more. That has to make you very proud here at the Oatana DC because this is really the hub that services all of the stores and customers. Oh yes, our stores make all of us here very proud to wear the Napa badge and the Napa brand. We take pride in it. We take pride in our work, our quality, our people, and again, just them being standouts in their community really makes us really makes us happy another thing the napa dc is very proud about the 41st annual nhra nationals at brainerd raceway august 17th through the 20th napa has always been a huge part of this event and this is your chance not only to get to see ron caps from napa but also tony stewart and leah pruitt stewart 
Oh, yeah. There's a ton of drivers. If you've never been to the BIR event, again, I'd say check it out. It's really cool how close you can get to all the drivers. You can see the cars, watch them rebuild the engines after every run. It's an amazing experience if you've never if you've never seen it. It's hard to describe, but it will literally take your breath away when they go down the track. Plus, it's a great time. We, again, if you're looking to go, stop by your local Napa store, quiz the owners. We do have ticket packages available that come with a VIP pass. So get in contact with your local Napa store. Travis, thanks for all you do here at the Oatana DC, and thank you so much for being with us here on the Dirt Show today. And thank you, Clan. If you have a vehicle accident, go with a professional. Bob and his staff at Midwest Collision are the definition of professionals. For over 42 years, they have dedicated their lives to collision repair along with the training, knowledge, and skills that come with the job. Go with the pros. Midwest Collision in Faribault, 507-332-2434. Midwest Collision, Fast shafts, drive shafts are used by Jake Tim, Tom Barry Jr., Derek Ramirez, Kyle Strickler, Jonathan Davenport, Derek Green, Dalen Murdy, and more. And they currently build drive shafts for 90% of the major chassis builders. Fast Shafts is also a longtime title sponsor of the IMCA Fast Shafts All-Star Invitational at the IMCA Super Nationals and support a number of competitive series nationwide. Buy directly from Fast Shafts or from their network of dealers. Shipping daily across the country or worldwide. See FastShafts.com. Race fans, mark your calendars from May 1st through October 1st this summer as the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum presents our track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway inside our museum. You'll see 10 of the iconic race cars that made Williams Grove Speedway the East Coast place to race since 1939. Sprint cars driven by Jan Opperman, Doug Wolfgang, Smokey Snellbaker, Van May, and many more. Plus, you'll enjoy the Williams Grove Speedway highlights videos that go along with these race cars and the days they raced. That's the track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway exhibit at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum starting May 1st in Knoxville. And don't forget, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open year-round, seven days a week, in Knoxville. We can all think back to the first time we experienced real horsepower. Hi, this is Corey at Byers Engine Service. Whether it's that pin-you-in-the-seat feeling of a big-block Chevy, the roar of a healthy 340, or the joy of a perfectly tuned flathead, here at Byers Engine Service, we service them all. Strip to street, dirt track to asphalt, or just cruising the strip. Stop by and check us out at 2915 20th Street, Southeast in Rochester. Or call 507-282-5586. Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme Powder Coating offers a scientific process that uses electricity and heat to make the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme can deliver media blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Custom colors and exhaust coatings are available also. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show, and it is always a pleasure to be at Trimble's Honda in Austin, Minnesota, and I am joined by Jeff Trimble, and Jeff, 2023 marks 69 years in business and 63 years of selling Hondas. That is a milestone for any business and says a lot about weathering the ups and downs over the years. 
it definitely requires a lot of long hours, a lot of hard work, but it's also a passion in this business. And if you don't have a passion for it, you're never going to last. But I think that's what made I and my brother last so long. We eat, sleep, and breathe motorcycles, of course, Honda, of course. We've always had a work ethic instilled in us by our old man who thought there was nothing but work, no vacation, no playtime. But we try to sneak in a little playtime and vacation once in a while. But, yeah, it's we're pretty proud of the fact that we've been able to keep this going. I know my father, when he turned it over to us in 93, thought we'd never make it because we always liked to play too much. But uh, we're still here. When Trimble's Honda first opened, it was located on what used to be the main highway through Austin going south. Those old road trips took a while, but the scenery and the history along those routes were pretty incredible. Well, you know, when they rerouted Highway 218 around our shop, my dad thought he was never going to make it. But yeah, it's a pretty scenic area around here and the fact that if you develop a good product you have a good work ethic and you treat people right they're going to find you no matter where you're located your brother-in-law dave Bjorgi, is still in it he just received a big award from the msra for his show car when did dave become a part of the trimbles family and what were your first memories of him well all i remember is i was racing motorcycles at the time he was racing stock cars and my dad always told me you know you should try it and i uh, drove his car one time and i was never comfortable being cooped up i liked the open air on a motorcycle we go back into the 60s with bjorgi he did marry my sister here probably 25 26 years ago we've known david well before that time too but you could meet a nicer guy and a better competitor on the track Many race fans remember that Trimble's Honda number 77 with Dave driving it and the old bus hauler. Do you have any memories of the old bus hauler? All I remember is working here day and night, helping him with that thing as much as I could, working days out here at the shop. But oh yeah, the old bus hauler, I was on her a few times and it was quite an innovative thing at the time. Customers have come to expect outstanding sales and service from Trimble's. And one recently commented on Facebook that he drove 10 hours just to do business here. We have some real dedicated customers, believe it or not. But, you know, if you treat them like you expect to be treated, we're a small-town shop. We're not your big bike boutique. We're the old-fashioned motorcycle dealer. And there's still people that do appreciate that, and a lot of people are coming back to that because it's a matter of customer service. And you tend to lose that in the bigger stores, not knocking them or anything. But here we try to remember your name as you come in the door, and a customer is our friend. Many race drivers I have on the Dirt Show got their start in motorcycles. Some of the famous ones that come to mind are Jan Opperman, Hall of Fame sprint car driver, and Paul Goldsmith of NASCAR and IndyCar fame. It's a great training ground for racers. I always remember Dave Bjorgi telling me that I was crazy for riding on two wheels, and I think if you can prove yourself on two wheels, you possibly can go to four and be just as a just as excellent in that as any other. It's just the four wheels never enthused me because of the cooped up feeling. But yeah, if you get a knack for motorcycles and be competitive on it, I think you can operate just by anything you prefer after that. You raced for many years yourself, and I love the photos in your office. It's got to feel good to start seeing a resurgence in flat track motorcycle racing in our area. Yeah, you know, flat track kind of went dead there for a while because the motocross was all the glitz and glamour and that's what the big promotion was all the kids went to that but i think now we've got more brands involved in flat track indian has been a big boost for it you know harley davis been the dominant force honda was in it in the 80s until they decided to change the rules 
And Honda said, we're out of it. But now they have a singles class, which is equally exciting as the big twins class. And all kinds of brands, Honda, Yamaha, KTM, Kawasaki, Suzuki, everybody's involved in it. And I think that's what's brought a lot of people back to the sport because it is a motocross-type bike converted to flat track, which if you ever get a chance to go witness a flat track race, go. It's as exciting as any racing as you'll see. Post-COVID, it's great to see your inventory start growing, and especially in the very popular Honda ATVs. It's gotten a little better. It's still a struggle. Uh, We still can't supply all the product we need for our customers. They're working at the best they can. It is supply chain issues. And one thing we found out why Honda is struggling so bad is because they have not switched vendors. You know, Honda does not want to lose the quality they've had for the whole regime of Honda. By switching vendors, a lot of times you're going to skip on the quality of the parts. And Honda just says we absolutely refuse to. So in turn, we're a little struggle getting product. But what we're getting is still meets Honda's quality standards. And looking through your inventory, you have a great selection of competition motorcycles on hand if somebody's looking for one. There again, motocross, one of the biggest racing sports there is. For any entry-level kid, anybody can go out and do it. It's getting a little bit costlier, I understand that, to be competitive and the cost of motorcycles. But motocross is a huge factor in this area with our Millville Pro National track so close by. It brings a lot of kids into it. And with COVID, we sold a lot of dirt bikes because parents wanted to get their kids out of the house. So in turn, them kids are starting to step up and move to bigger bikes and get more enthused for maybe competition. The bike I'm seeing a lot is a Honda Rebel, and this is one that customizers are really gravitating to because they can really put their style on it. Motorcycling has really changed in the last 10 years or so, and we've kind of lost that niche group of 20 to 35-year-olds. The Rebel was brought out to kind of appeal to them, and it's actually done very, very well. Accessories, saddlebags, helmets, and all of the latest safety gear. If you're in the area, stop by and check this out because you've got a great display. We really promote motorcycle safety, so we do try to carry an excellent line of helmets, gloves, jackets, any kind of riding apparel. We do the best we can to stock there. Again, some of that product is a little tough to get to, but if you're ever looking for a good riding apparel or good helmet, protection-wise, stop in. We have a good selection. If you're out there listening and you want to get back on the road and enjoy this beautiful weather, Trimble's Honda also offers financing and can literally get you riding today. With Honda, we have a Honda Financial Corporation who has been really, really good to work with. We can get you in out of here usually within an hour once the approval is made. If they have any further questions, would like to get a hold of you or find out more about Trimble's, what are the best ways to do that? Well, like everybody on their cell phones, we're at 507-437-6661 or trimbles.com. And thank you again, Claim, for doing such a wonderful job in keeping this dirt show rolling. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal, trash pickup services, and roll-off dumpsters at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Contact Shevland Enterprises today, and new customers will get six months for the price of four. If you prepay, call 528-9900. That's 528-9900. When one of your appliances breaks down, you need help and you need it fast. Contact Sorensen's Appliance Service. Racer owner Ben Bainey and racer Travis Underdahl service the entire cow's listening area. Sorensen's Appliance Service. People you know that will get your appliances serviced with trained technicians. Contact them today at 256 7766 
That's 256-7766. Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure today to be joined by the Executive Director of Wissota Racing, Rod Lindquist. And Rod, this Wissota Challenge Series you've put together, what a great schedule and what I really like. This gives fans a chance to follow the series around for four days, two days, five days. When you do this type of schedule, it also brings the car count way up. So that's right, and thank you for having me on. Yeah, it helps both the fans and it helps the drivers as well. Everyone knows the cost of racing doesn't go down, and with the cost of fuel and stuff and the haulers these guys have got, at least pairing them up or get three, four, five nights in a row really makes it efficient for them. Instead of five round trips, they can make one big trip and hit four or five races at one time. So it helps the pocketbook for them too and stuff. And then plus for the fans, it's a great situation because all the races are close by and they can kind of just follow them. And so it kind of works for everybody. The first thing I spotted on the schedule, Thursday, June 8th, KRA Speedway in Wilmer, Friday, June 9th, Fiesta City Speedway, Montevideo, Saturday, June 10th, Madison Speedway, Madison, Minnesota, and Sunday, June 11th, Casino Speedway, Watertown, South Dakota. What a great four days of racing that's going to be. I'm excited for this tour. You know, we do the Challenge Series, obviously, every year, and a lot of the tracks are perennial, you know, repeats and stuff. But to get out there and do this four-night run and ending up at Casino in Watertown is, again, very efficient. But I'm excited to have the Challenge Series get into these tracks for the fans to see the best late-mile drivers in the country. I'm excited. You've got an incredible schedule for the 2023 season. I highly encourage fans to get on your website and print one of these off and hang it up where they can see it. If they'd like to find out more about Wissota Racing or the Challenge Series and where this series is going to be racing, what's the best way to do that, Rod? They can log on to wissota.org and then just click on to the Challenge Series. That'll walk you right through the Challenge Series schedule and it'll be easy to print off from that. Rod, thanks for your time, and thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. All right, thank you much. Thanks for having me. Partnering with hog and cattle producers throughout the United States, Altenburg Construction has almost 30 years of experience in the slat replacement business. Altenburg Construction also uses a custom wash bay to ensure biosecurity to protect your herd. Whether you need an entire site or a single slat, stop into one of their two locations in Louisville, Minnesota, or Zering, Iowa. Call 888-435-2210 or see Altenburg altenburgconstruction.com. Are you looking to join a team of hardworking and motivated individuals? Look no further than Bulldog Coatings. We are the industry leader in concrete coatings and we are looking for full-time installers. We are located in Faribault and install in southern Minnesota and the Twin Cities. Experiencing concrete is awesome, but not required. We are happy to train qualified candidates. Join us and enjoy working outdoors, learning new skills, and becoming part of a great team. Contact us to apply now and be part of something great at Bulldog Coatings. BulldogCoatingsMN.com. Welcome back to our special segment here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Seth Benedict, owner of the Napa Auto Parts Store in Independence, Wisconsin. And Seth, a Napa Auto Parts Store owner, you are heavily involved in your local community. One of the first upcoming events looks like a really fun one, Independence Days, June 9th and 10th. Yeah, Independence Days is June 9th and 10th. Friday night, they start off with a fireman's dance. And then Saturday, they have kids' activities in the morning and ends with a twilight parade at night. 
we did the Twilight Parade last year for the first time. Kind of a new event that they do, and all our employees are kind of looking forward to doing it again. Demolition Derby drivers are very serious about their sport, and if you dig under that smashed-up skin on those trucks or cars, the running gear under there is tremendous. You're sponsoring the local county fair derby Saturday, July 15th, and for fans that have not seen something like that, it is fun to watch. Yeah, we sponsor a few cars in the derby. I haven't been to it in a few years, but it's a good show. The guys that put their cars together put a lot of passion and a lot of effort into it. It's a good time for everybody of all ages. When we were we were kids, we used to go with some friends and down to Gillsville for the fair and to watch the derby. And it seems like it's growing every year. And now we got a bunch of young kids that are pretty excited to get back in the derby season. The Independence Napa Auto Parts store is also involved in the Blair Cheese Fest car show and truck pull. And when you think about those car show guys, they are definitely your core customers. And that is Saturday, September 16th. Yeah, they do a truck tractor pull and a car show. Our store in Blair is pretty involved in it. And they usually get a good turnout for both sled operators for the truck puller here from Independence. And they usually get somewhere between 100 and 150 hooks a night, which is pretty good for a small asphalt track. And it just kind of brings everybody back together for just a celebration. Your store sits right in the heart of fishing, camping, hiking, and trail riding country. I'm sure deep cycle batteries, trailer parts, and accessories and small engine parts are a huge part of your inventory, whether it's the local people that live there all the time or the seasonal people that are coming through to their cabins. Yeah, we carry a wide variety of deep cycle batteries, ATV batteries, trailer parts, and lights. Right across the street from the store, we probably have one of the nicest lakes for a population of 1,500 people in Bugle Lake. We're right on the 93 corridor going up toward Joe Claire, so you get into part of northern Wisconsin. We get a lot of campers go through, boats go through on a Friday afternoon, and drive back through on a Sunday morning. Seth, if they're heading through the area to the campground or heading over to Mississippi Thunder for the races on Friday night in Fountain City, how can they find your store? Right when you're coming through Independence, you're going southbound from Eau Claire. We're on the left side before you get to the bridge. You're going north from La Crosse. We're on the right side after you pass the bridge. Seth, thanks for all you do in your local community, and thanks for taking the time to be with us here on The Dirt Show today. Thank you much. Get more muscle for your money with Dixie Chopper Lawn Mowers. We've been handcrafting the toughest and fastest zero-turn mowers for over 40 years. Dixie Chopper offers a full line of residential, commercial, and industrial mowers to meet every customer's needs. Visit your local Dixie Chopper dealer today or visit online at DixieChopper.com. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment, brought to you by Cookies, Sauces, and Seasoning. The Sooth County Speedway was racing last Thursday night, May 25th, in the Modifieds, Cody Connect, in the Stock Cars, McCain Jennings, in the Sport Mods, Matthew Loaf, in the Hobby Stocks, Brandon Nielsen, and in the Sport Compacts, Oliver Monson. KRA Speedway got their season opener in, in the Pier Stocks, Chris Isdall, in the Modifieds, Brady Gertis, in the Midwest Mods, Corey Stork, in the Mod 4s, Tyler Larson, in the Super 
Stocks, Dexton Cook in the Street Stocks, Braden Brower, and in the Hornets, Justin Skalitsky. Fairmont Raceway was racing last Friday night, May 26th, in the Modifieds, Dustin Wiederhof in the Stock Cars, Derek Green in the B-Mods, Jared Baumeister in the Hobby Stocks, Jeremy Crimmins, and in the Tuners, Nate Koopman. Murray County Speedway was also racing on Friday night, May 26th, in the Bombers, Cody Coster in the Hobby Stocks, Malik Sampson in the Sport Mods, Braden Aylers, and in the Stock Cars, Elijah Zervenbergen. Jackson Motorplex was racing Friday, May 26th, in the 360 Wing Sprint Cars, Aaron Reitzel over Chase Randall, and in the 305 Race Saver Sprint Cars, Blaine Stagenga over Dusty Ballinger. I-94 Speedway was also racing on Friday night, May 26th, in the Short Trackers, Matthew Dittman in the Late Models, Derek Quinn in the Midwest Modifieds, Jaron Widstead in the Wissota Late Models, Josh Zimple, and in the Street Stocks, Braden Brower. Hancock County Speedway was racing Friday night, May 26th, in the Modifieds, Jake Dale in the Sport Mods, Alec Fett in the Stock Cars, Andrew Kloss in the Hobby Stocks, Brandon Nielsen, and in the Sport Compacts, Devin Jones. Ogilvy Raceway had two nights of racing starting Saturday night, May 27th, in the Modified Shane Sabraski in the Midwest mods, Zach Benson in the Mod 4s, Dustin Holquist in the Super Stocks, Shane Sabraski and in the Hornets, Joseph Wilbert. Night 2, Sunday, May 28th at Ogilvy Raceway in the Midwest Mods, Zach Benson in the Mod 4s, Dustin Holquist in the Modifieds, Dave Kane in the Super Stocks, Dexton Cook and in the Hornets, Joseph Wilbur. Viking Speedway had two nights of racing starting Saturday night, May 27th in the Midwest Modifieds, Taylor Bitson in the Modifieds, Jason Thonis in the Street Stocks, Nick Trainer in the Super Stocks, Jeff Krause, and in the Short Trackers, Cole Campson. Night 2, Sunday night, May 28th, at Viking Speedway, in the Midwest Modifieds, Hallie Lee, in the Modifieds, Travis Sauer, in the Street Stocks, Justin Vogel, in the Super Stocks, Carson Miller, and in the Short Trackers, Hunter Goulet. Deer Creek Speedway had three nights of racing starting May 25th in the Modifieds, Rodney Sanders in the B-Mods, Dan Hovden. Night 2 at Deer Creek Friday night, May 26th in the Modifieds, Rodney Sanders in the B-Mods, Hunter Kennedy, and the finale of the Spring Challenge at Deer Creek Speedway on May 27th in A-Mod 50 Lap A-Main, Brandon Davis, and in the B-Mods, Ben Mowdry. Arlington Raceway was racing Saturday night, May 27th in the Hobbystock, Corey Probst in the Sport Compacts, Marshall Robinson in the Outlaw Hobby, Rodney Manthe in the Sport Mods, Matthew Loaf in the Race Saver Sprint Cars, Trevor Service in the Stock Cars, Brent Euchre, and in the IMCA Modifieds, it was Trent Loverud. Madison Speedway was racing Monday Memorial Day. In the Pier Stocks, Justin Peterson in the Limited Late Models, Brad Staples in the Hornets, Justin Earp in the Midwest Modifieds, Jamie Thorstead in the Modifieds, Tyler Peterson in the Street Stocks, Mike Jans and in the Super Stocks, Trevor Nelson. Saturday night, Worthington Speedway was racing in the Bombers, Brian Campbell in the Hobby Stocks, Jaden Strandberg in the Modifieds, Brandon Beckendorf in the Sport Mods, Colby Fett in the Sport Compacts, Oliver Monson and in the Stock cars Jeffrey Larson. Knoxville Raceway was also racing last Saturday night, May 27th, in a 410 wing sprint car A-Main, Kerry Madsen 
in the 360 wing sprint car A main, it was Aaron Reitzel. And in the Pro Series wing sprint car A main, Mike Mayberry. And ending the weekend, Houston Speedway on Sunday night, May 28th, in the 410 Outlaw wing sprint cars, Brooke Tantnell. In the Race Saver sprint car A main, John Lamberts. And in the late model street stocks, J.J. Zebel. And the final race of the weekend was May 29th at Houston Speedway in the 410 Outlaw Sprint Cars. Garrett Williamson in a Race Saver Sprint Car Series. Tyler Radenberg. Toner's Lake Karting Facility offers dirt oval karting at its finest. Hot laps start at noon on Sundays, followed by great kart racing from rookies to pros. Admission is always free, and pit passes are only 5 bucks. Come out and enjoy some exciting, safe, and fair kart racing at a well-organized facility. Toner's Lake Karting, located northwest of Wasika in a beautiful rural setting next to Toner's Lake. See tonerslakekarting.org for more details. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.